Welcome to Thoughts Disrupted with your host, Melissa Girovec. This podcast is for the doers, the seekers, and the entrepreneurs ready to make a change in their life and business. Together each week, we will explore topics that will help push you out of your comfort zone and change your thoughts to better serve your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome. On today's episode, we're going to dive into imposter syndrome. We're going to dive into self-sabotage, and we're going to dive into seeking validation and understanding. So it's going to be a big episode. Let's dive in. I know in my first year of business, I experienced imposter syndrome in every way possible. And so I you know, there's a lot of different signs that you might be experiencing the same thing. Maybe you can't celebrate your successes. You're wondering when the shoe's going to drop. Maybe you're afraid to share the prices for your service or your product. Um, or you're not pricing your stuff appropriately. You keep lowering and lowering the price. Maybe you're afraid to share what it is that you do. Maybe you're afraid to ask people for a call or for a sale. Maybe you're afraid to sign up a team member or clients because you worry about getting them results. Maybe you feel a need to wait to share your business until you have a logo, a website, a photo shoot, a pretty profile, etc. All of those procrastination tactics. In the end, what ends up happening when we experience imposter syndrome is that we self-sabotage. We self-sabotage and we give off an energy of uncertainty that other people pick up on. And the truth is, if you are not absolutely 100% behind what it is that you do and what you offer, people sense that. They sense that. And they don't want to work with someone who doesn't firmly believe in what they do and what they offer. Like if you went to the dentist and he seemed really nervous to work on your mouth, you wouldn't really want him working on your mouth. <laughs> you want somebody who's sure of themselves. And so if you're going to be a business owner, you have to firmly believe in what it is that you do, what it is that you offer, and the value that it brings. Otherwise, it's not going to work for you. And you can kind of start identifying you know, those avoid those behaviors in your business that are coming from imposter syndrome. Maybe you're procrastinating in your business. You set out strategies, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and you don't do it. Maybe you're repelling your success because by not being happy for it, right? Like you do actually sign on a client and you can't even be excited or happy about it because you're thinking about the next client, the next sale. You're thinking about, you know, oh, I'm still not close to my goal. Maybe you're not actually selling people who are interested. People are like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. And like, boom, you freeze and you're not actually sharing it. Maybe you're not speaking to people. Maybe you're actually not making moves in your business and then getting hard on yourself when you don't reach your goals at the end of the month, which, you know, obviously you're not if you're not doing the work. Those are some ways in which we start to sabotage ourselves because we don't feel worthy of the success that we want because we don't feel like we're enough because we don't feel like we're smart enough. We don't feel like we have enough knowledge. We don't feel like we can actually do what we've set out to do. 
And we have to change that energy. We have to change that energy totally and completely. Sometimes it comes from self-worth and sometimes it comes from ideologies about money. Sometimes it's both. Um, I know for me, it was both. I had to do a lot of inner work on the limiting beliefs that come around self-esteem and, and around myself and also around money. It's about how we present what we're doing. That's what determines our level of success. So, for example, at the beginning, when I started my business, I kept thinking to myself, like, wow, this like my services cost so much money. Nobody's going to want to work with me. Like, it's so expensive. And yet, like, I knew the value of what I was doing. I had experienced this incredible transformation. The information that I had to share with people was life-changing. And, you know, it, while that term might be thrown around loosely, changing someone's life is a big fucking deal. Seriously. And so... Here I was afraid that people were not going to want to pay. It made me shaky in my presentation of it. On the other hand side, I was also afraid that I wouldn't be able to deliver results. I didn't firmly believe in myself and my ability to do my job. So what happened? Well, I didn't, I didn't get any clients because they could sense that uncertainty. People can sense if you are not 100% behind what it is that you do, what it is that you offer, and the value that it has for people. People can sense that, right? Like if, if you're not firm in it, nobody's going to want to be on board. It just doesn't work that way. So you have to be very mindful of that energy and you have to stand behind your services, your products, and your prices. It's very important. If you are thinking to yourself that what you offer is too expensive, you're sabotaging yourself 100%. It's really important for us to understand that something valuable is expensive. That's the way it works. So people who don't want value will pay cheap prices. People who want value will pay more. So you really have to think about which group am I catering to? Who am I speaking to? Who am I selling to? right? Like Ferrari does not make their cars less expensive to sell to more people because they understand who they are speaking to and they understand that they have something valuable and they understand that the people who have the money are going to buy it. So it's the same thing in your business. If you are selling makeup products, and you keep telling people that these are high quality products, they're not, it's not the kind of products they're going to find in the grocery store, then you have to stand behind the price of that. If people want high quality, they have to pay a high quality price. So you have to stand behind what you offer and the value that it has and understand that the people who are looking for that are going to buy and the people who value paying less over actual quality, those are just not going to be your customers and your clients and your team members. Like that's just not what it is. And that's okay. 
that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So the energy that we're bringing to what we do is everything. You have to be confident in what you're doing. And if you're not confident in what you're doing, that's okay. You can develop that confidence. You can do self-image work and grow your self-image and grow your self-worth and grow your confidence. You can do self-study. You can read books that are going to help you. You can do personal development. You can hire coaches. You can do things scared and make moves even though you don't feel comfortable. You can challenge your beliefs. You can journal out your fears. You can join groups of people who are also doing this kind of work, who are also working on themselves to be able to really grow their businesses and live in their personal lives on a totally different level. But you have to develop that awareness and and commit to making those changes because it can be easy to just sit around in our business and do nothing and then be hard on ourselves when we don't get the results that we want and then eventually quit. It can be easy to get into that space, to just procrastinate and put it off and avoid it and then say, oh, well, it doesn't work. When in reality, it most certainly does. It's not the business. It's not the products. It's not the service. It's not the structure. It's not the market. It's not the price. It's you. You have to change. You have to give off a different energy, an energy that people actually want to relate to. You have to get people pumped up about what you do and what you offer. And they're not going to get pumped up if you're not pumped up, right? Like if you're not hyped, they're not going to get hyped. Why would they? It doesn't make any sense. Another part of this imposter syndrome is that sometimes when we don't feel totally solid about our role as a business owner and and what it is that we do is we start to look around us for validation, validation that we're good enough, validation that we can do it, validation that we're on the right track. And that comes from self-doubt. And so we share what we're doing with the people around us. And when they are not super pumped about it, super supportive, super curious, maybe even respectful. Maybe they're completely disrespectful about what it is that we do. We start to doubt ourselves even more and we get even more into this imposter syndrome, right? Like how many of you wish that maybe your partner or your parents or your siblings or your friends would be a little bit more supportive of you in your business? Maybe they've made comments about your business, Maybe you're in network marketing and they've made comments about how it's a pyramid scheme and it's, you know, not a real business or, you know, get a real job, things like that. And it hurts. And all of a sudden you start to doubt yourself and what you're doing. Right. And then you, you, that just, you know, makes that imposter syndrome even worse. When we don't feel solid in what we're doing, sometimes we look for that validation. But the truth is, You have to validate yourself because as a business owner, you're stepping out, right? You don't go through school and learn about how to create something of your own and do what most people aren't doing. You are not prepared mentally and emotionally for this journey. So you have to prepare yourself 
And that's okay. But the truth of the matter is a lot of people are not going to get it. They're not going to get what you're doing. They're not going to care. And they might even downright be disrespectful and unsupportive. But they don't need to validate what you're doing. You need to validate what you're doing. They don't have to get it. You don't You don't su- necessarily support them in their career choice, like their nine to five. You're not patting them on the back and necessarily and saying, wow, like you do really good work. And you don't need that from them in return. You don't need them to say, that's a great business you're doing. You can say that to yourself and you have to. You have to validate yourself. You can't look outside of you for that. And that's a really, it's a really big lesson in this business because sometimes when we're doing something different, that's often misunderstood and we're doing the inner work, it can be very lonely and that can make us seek out respect and understanding from other people even more. And then when we don't get it, we feel even worse and we bring that energy into our business and it holds us back from getting results. But it's not up to other people to understand and respect what we do. If they offer that, if they are curious and they ask about it, wonderful. But if they don't, that's okay. Only we have to understand it. Only we have to get behind it. That can be really hard when it's people we really love and cherish in our life who don't give us what we feel we need. But people don't have to give us what we feel we need. We have to give that to ourselves. And so it's really important that we recognize this. And sometimes it comes out in our content. I, I see this a lot on Instagram. And I did this myself a lot. Um, you'll see it in people's content where they are justifying their business. There's a lot of reels right now that are justifying network marketing, right? Um, or justifying coaching, trying to make it as, you know, people are saying this, but this is what it really is. Feeling the need to explain themselves, but you don't have to explain yourself. You don't owe it to anybody to explain because they don't have to understand. And when we start to create and share this kind of content, it only demonstrates our own insecurities in what we do. That was a big lesson for me. I was justifying personal development for a long time in my content and trying to make people see the value in it. And then I realized that I wanted to work with people who saw the value And I had to stop wasting my time trying to convince people that this work was just so powerful and so healing and so rewarding because I didn't want to work with people I had to convince. I wanted to work with people who saw the value in it. Those are the people who are going to buy in. Those are the people who are going to want to work with me. Those are the people who are going to engage and they're going to pay up in full and they're going to actually do the work and they're going to actually get the results and I'm actually going to be able to help them. So the energy that we bring to our business is everything. 
And we want to make sure that we are bringing forth an energy that says, I love what I do. I'm good at it. I can help people. I can help you. And I want to. And here's how I can help you. And if it's for you, this is going to be amazing. And if it's not for you, that's okay. See ya. That's the attitude we have to bring to our business as business owners. No other attitude will suffice. We can't settle. And we can't be weak in our boundaries. And we can't start to doubt ourselves because other people doubt us. It's not their business. They're not going to have the vision and the excitement for it that we have. So it's up to us to give to ourselves what we need. And when we do, and I can tell you this from experience, when you do create that firm belief for yourself and get behind what you're doing, people sense that and they become attracted to you. You become magnetic. And it's an incredible, incredible thing. And all of a sudden you start attracting the people who are going to be so in love with what you have to offer and who are going to actually benefit from it. And that is such a good feeling. So imposter syndrome, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to experience it at some point or another. You might not experience it off the hop, but maybe, you know, when you start to get on a whole new level, you'll experience it. Maybe you're going to experience it over and over and over again. Every time you up level, maybe, you know, you're going to experience it as soon as you start your business and you're going to have a hard time getting it off the ground. Wherever you are in your journey, just know that you can overcome it. There are things that you can do. I've shared some different avenues for being able to overcome it and know that at the end of the day, if you want to feel better about what you do, then you have to start tackling the beliefs that you have around yourself, around money, around success, around your business, around the relationships you have with prospects and team members and clients and customers. You have to start exploring that. And think about what you're doing. Is what you're doing in your business every day actually aligned with the goals you've set for yourself? Grow yourself, you'll grow your business. That's the way it works. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so grateful for you. I hope you leave this podcast and take one step, no matter how large or small, towards your goals. Until next week, if you're feeling what I'm putting out, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Don't forget to hit subscribe, and I'll see you next week. Bye.